0: backfield. Dak Prescott a run all the way and he's got a big opening and a stiff arm Dak Prescott. This is what he does better than anybody in the SEC. Touchdown. The pick is up and it is no good.
1: Field, the, bulldogs are celebrating. the result of the play is a touchdown after the play unsportsmanlike conduct on all players from both teams snap to wallace fake and he keeps it and he runs
2: it to the five in the end zone bulldog. bulldogs pick it up and run it out of the rear of the end zone and it's a ball game that's in the record book bulldogs have won it 17 to 10 in overtime well bulldog fans Egg Bowl Week is upon us. It's your boy Matty Light here with Dogs today. We got uh, Scotty Simpin and uh, Titty Boy Reese back on the podcast. We had them on earlier for the uh, midweek pod, back for the Egg Bowl pod. And, uh, you know, it's shaping up to be a fun week. Mississippi State is playing for bowl eligibility. Old Miss is playing not to be embarrassed by the worst team in the SEC except for Arkansas. Um, and I would just like to start this beautiful week off with a quote from a good friend of mine, Mr. KJ Wright, and he said back in 2013, Egg Bowl coming up, go to hell old Miss, I still hate y'all, all y'all, and my kid's gonna hate y'all too. So I just wanted to start the week off like that because it is not a fun week, we're not buddy-buddy this week, so, uh. But we're going to start off with some of our favorite Egg Bowl memories from uh, years past. So uh, if y'all want to start us off, what what are some of the iconic Egg Bowl memories that y'all have as students or even just before watching the games or just kind of whenever?
1: Uh, Well, my first, I think the first football memory I have, period, would be the – the 07 Egg Bowl, the Orgerons last year, where I think he, he went for it on, like, the 50-yard line or something and then stayed in it up. I think it was like a 17-10 to 10 game. And uh, that's the first memory I ever had, which was so great. Uh, favorite Egg Bowl memory is still, um, I'd have to say, 21. Last one in, in uh, Starkville was a good time. Uh, definitely didn't get cowbells thrown at me. Definitely didn't uh, try to fight a 13-year-old girl uh, or an old man but uh those are definitely two of the the ones that pop out in my mind.
3: Yeah. Would love to hear context on the 13-year-old girl and the old man and also why you knew how old the girl was.
1: <laughs> uh what well, she told well her older brother told me that. Uh I I will say it. I was uh I had a Mississippi State student ticket which always a horrible idea great you know to get those mm-hmm. To get me slightly inebriated, This Thanksgiving, not going to get too crazy, but slightly inebriated, the Rebs, the, you know, the whole thing. Anyway, uh, we well, you know how that game went, Rebs win, I'm walking out of the stadium, uh, everybody's kind of quiet, no cowbells ringing at this point, and uh, you can hear the pride of the South on the other side doing uh, doing the hotty toddy, so I start doing it or whatever, and I, out of the corner, I'm walking down the stairs of the student section with my state buddies, me, a couple of my Ole Miss buddies, state buddies. And I just see a middle finger just following me just slowly as I whatever. And eventually I turn around and I look and this girl is very clearly not in college, but she is sitting in the student section and she just has the birds just right (laughs) at me. Middle finger. So obviously, what am I going to do but flip her right back off? Uh, Her college age brother, on the other hand, was not happy to see that and was all too happy to tell me that that was a 13 year old girl. And I should, uh, apologize for that. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> she stuck. She did it first. You know, we'll go back to, uh, the kindergarten right, argument, but yeah, she started uh, it. that. <laughs> yeah. She started it. Rebs <laughs> one. I'm, I'm not in the wrong here. She is, she's the, uh, <laughs> she shouldn't have any maturity. And then the old man was, uh, leaving the game. Uh, we were walking back down, uh, kind of where the bulldog statue is. So mm-hmm. obviously this was the first, uh, first one back since the uh, first game back in starville since the elijah moore piss and miss uh right my buddy proceeded to to mimic elijah moore and get down and uh, do the dog piss on the bully statue and a uh, a larger old man with a wielding a cowbell started chasing after us uh down where those those i can't even really know what's over there but that that was a good one and that almost almost became physical we uh I got him off though. Just kept saying scoreboard. That generally helps get everybody off of your back. Uh, it's the undefeated argument, and uh, it's hard. It's hard to beat, honestly. But that was a uh, that was the last time I was in Davis Wade for a old Miss State game.
3: Sounds like a I'm, gonna nice go la- I'm gonna I'm gonna i go last. I need I need y'all to go because <laughs> mine is a good 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 choice. Right. Let's see,
2: 2019.
0: Um, I was in the student section too. That was the piss game. Mm-hmm. And um, that was the- Corral came in. Plumlee looked like shit all game. He was terrible. Corral came in, led us all the way in, threw it to Elijah. He did the piss thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I went I went nuts because I was, you know, I didn't think we were going to win that game. It looked like shit all game. So I went insane. And I didn't realize that, like, there's, like, 30,000 people staring at me as I'm, like, jumping up and down in, like, bright red. And so, yeah, the worst look of all time. Well, as soon as he missed the field goal, This was totally warranted, and I get why everyone did this. But dude, I got Sprite, Coke, nachos, hot dogs, (laughs) everything they could fucking find. They threw on me, and it was totally warranted. So I was like leaving that game just covered in fucking relish and ketchup, and (laughs) And, um, yeah, I had to go back to my buddy's place and change and shower before going out. But like, that was totally. I understand. I do the exact same thing. Twenty twenty one. That was another good one too. we had just won. We left. We were in two brothers, and uh, we started the hell yeah, damn right chance. We were really drunk. It's I don't really even like that chant. I don't know why we did it, but um, the old they didn't. The state fans couldn't figure out who started it, so they were just like looking around, ready to fight somebody. And this poor old man was doing it like on the stairs as you're about to go up to the second floor of two brothers, mm-hmm. and we quit because we knew it was about to happen. And they just grabbed the old man and beat the absolute fuck out of him. And it was totally our fault. So we kind of like ran out pretty fast. And we were like, all right, uh, sorry, old man. But there's a video of that somewhere of like, like just a bunch of state guys just kicking the shit out of this old man. And it was just totally our fault. So um, I'm really sorry to him. I don't know where he is now. I hope he made it out. But um, those are two of my favorite memories that I can think back on.
3: I hope yeah, y'all covered that guy's bar tab. That's rough. <laughs> no, I and that was do that, that yeah. was
2: after y'all lost too, right? So y'all were just nah, doing the, chant. No, that was the oh, 21. twenty-one. Oh twenty-one. 21. Me. If yeah. I tried to
0: hell yeah, after we lost, I'd hope somebody would beat the shit out of me. Oh,
2: okay. I was thinking it was the piss and mess year that you were talking about. My bad.
0: Yeah, that one was the yeah that was the mustard relish. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah. I think my two favorite, my my second favorite was more nostalgia. It was the Piss and Miss because that was my last Egg Bowl that I got to attend as a student in Davis Wade. Uh, Well, that was after I graduated, like I graduated the semester before. So that was like my last, you know, any Egg Bowl as a student kind of. So that was, you know, that was always nice. It's nice to win the last one. That's that's exciting. But I think my favorite memory was in 2018. I made the trek over here to Oxford. Uh, I had a really good friend of mine that lived here and, you know, he'd come to all the state stuff. I'd come to all the old Miss stuff with him. So we sat in the student section, of course, and it really wasn't all that hostile for the first, you know, little bit of that game. Um, You know, it wasn't too bad. Um, But then we started winning and, you know, it was getting really scrappy on the field. And I was sitting in the, what is that, the north or the right side of the student section, that corner, and that's where the fight initially broke out for the unsportsmanlike conduct on all players on both teams, right? So it started right there, and then that went on, and that was just a huge thing. And when the announcer came out and said, or the ref came out and said, unsportsmanlike conduct on all players on both teams, I had never heard that before, so that was awesome, and we were winning. And then, like, late in the fourth quarter, most of the student section is cleared out by then, um and you know I wanted to stay because I was a state fan of course and we were winning, um and then I heard uh like six or seven or eight even rose up for me it was a while up for me because we were like down on the fence, and uh, I heard hey hey cow fucker hey and I turned around and it's, it's this dude who's definitely a pledge like because he's dressed in the the pledge attire you know the the sports coat and and all that stuff, and he's got a white so uh. Uh, The gloves that you put on your hands, the white, uh, the plastic, what are those called? The, y'all don't know what I'm talking about?
1: Like surgical gloves? Like surgical gloves, yeah,
2: like uh, latex. Latex is what I'm trying to think of. He has a a white latex glove. I have no idea where he got it or why he had it, but he had it blown up, you know, like it's nice and fat, and he has it turned around over, like pointing, all the fingers pointing down, and he's like, hey, cow fucker, you know what this is? You know what this is, and then he started pulling on one of the fingers like it was a like a cow udder, and he An was utter. like he was like putting it in his mouth, like like jerking the cow udder off into his mouth. And I turned around and I just remember looking at that. I'm like, dude, are you what What are you doing? Are you trying to shit talk me like by jerking this glove off into your own mouth? Like I just thought that was so stupid, but it was hilarious. And that I was, was
0: really scary. That was gonna be a piss balloon at first, but I'm no, going that
2: off. no, it was Glad- yeah. It, it was it was very interesting. It was a very interesting attack from someone who didn't seem to know how to shit talk very well. But that was
0: yeah, I think that pledges, was one of
2: my favorites.
0: The pledges' faces get more and more punchable every year. So um, <laughs> yeah, they're not my they're not our favorite people either.
1: Yeah, well that's there's just not a, a, that's
2: a universal thing. No one likes pledges.
1: Yeah, there's, there's a, a better. Uh, there's not the a line. worse face that you can punch in the world than someone that just has a blind seething rage towards whatever you're going against it's not making sense in this case if you're jerking off a udder into your mouth that's good you're just pissed off you don't really know what you're doing like we've all been there i've never done that but we've all been there pissed making no sense just yeah. saying shit so that's we can respect that at least uh, yeah, that,
3: that guy lost that guy lost twice yeah that day. that's Hard. that's awful uh, the funniest part about that uh, 18 game and, and, like, the penalties on everybody on both sides was A.J. Brown had just scored, but they called a timeout. And then yeah. after after all of that bullshit, they took the points off the board, and it was just, <laughs> like, completely unwarranted. Uh, but, uh, but I, I think uh, Jonathan Abram would have beat the fuck out of Matt Corral, but that's just me. Yeah, the
0: whole world. That was whenever Matt Corral introduced himself to the world as the biggest douchebag. I remember yeah. that.
3: Uh, yeah. Well, mine is uh, my very first Egg Bowl, and it was the 2013 Egg Bowl. Um, Of course, Dak didn't start that game. He had, uh, you know, shoulder problems, and he pretty much just sat on the bench until it was like 10-7 Ole Miss with like four minutes left. And, like, uh, I'm pretty sure his mom had died like the week before. He comes in, drives down the field. They kick the field goal tied up, go to overtime. um, And then he punches one in, and, of course – the OG dirtbag, Bo Wallace fumbles into the end zone and, uh, Nico Whitley, um, or yeah, Nico Whitley, I think, uh, T bagged him in the head and, and said some obscene things. Uh, but that game I particularly remember I was sitting in the, the Northwest end zone, um, which was where the overtime was. And I saw, uh, this drunken dad that was like 24 Miller lights in, I don't know how he did, but he brought a case in there. Um, assault an old Miss guy who like touched his daughter oh, no. trying to get to him. He beat the shit yeah. out of him with a cowbell and then took him by his vest and slung him over like the top of the tunnel, uh, to go into Jesus. that section. So he threw him over that, um, into the bottom of the tunnel and like there was like five arrests on that row and it was two rows in front of me and uh i remember you know that was my first egg bowl that was before i even got to college uh it was like my sophomore year in high school and i just remember being like this is the greatest rivalry <laughs> in college sports and it's not even close um to be I, fair, I, that, girl, that girl came on to me by the way that girl came on to me yeah 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 yeah. we'll roll with that uh but yeah just you know everything about that game um was awesome uh especially even now uh getting to rewatch it just bo wallace uh is an unhinged uh human being and he needs to seek mental help i was about to say
1: this is a very relevant uh real very relevant topic (laughs) going on he is He's going crazy on the internet right now, and it's kind of res- – you kind of almost have to respect it. Like, <laughs> look, brother, if we are 10 years removed from uh, your prime, but let's just go ahead and get it all out on the internet. I, I've quit. Uh, it's like a car crash. You can't look away from it. So yeah, hopefully I, he gets I, the uh, help he needs. That is uh, <laughs> that is what you call crashing out, I think, is what Chef Reed would refer to it as.
3: I am yeah. proud to admit and have no shame in saying that I have Bo Wallace notifications turned on.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> every Him time – 2:30 and removing all the tweets. It's the, what's what's the worst part about it? Because he's not even like he wakes up. He probably doesn't go to bed till like five. He's just throwing down Jack as like fast as he can, and then he wakes up at like 2:30. He's like, Jesus, what did I do? And he has to delete all of them,
3: and he's all doing it on like a Tuesday night. <laughs> like so- we'll get it, we'll get it tonight. We'll get it tomorrow. Like it's been happening for like two or three straight weeks, and uh, he's talking about like old fans like trying to ruin their business. And, like, Ole Miss fans' wives when um, – I don't know if you all know this. Bo Wallace is, like, engaged to a woman who has two children from a different man. Uh, so I, I wouldn't really say that he should just be, like, the first person to just go off chirping uh, some random guy that's, like, trying to be, you know, like a decent Twitter fan, I guess. Like, dude said something like, hey, hey, Bo, like, you know, probably wouldn't say this for your career's sake. And, and he's just like, oh, your crusty-ass wife. Yeah, bitch. Dot dot dot, and like it's stuff that just makes no sense at all. Um. Anyway, it's it's just it's been a fun endeavor, and um, I, I hope that he uh, tweets during this podcast because I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a the live reaction uh, whenever. I didn't
0: know about that father, Bo Wallace. That's that's news to me.
3: Yeah, wow. yeah, shout out to shout out to him for for being a stepdad. You know, I was
1: about to say there's a Venn diagram somewhere that now has Bo Wallace on one side. My name is Sam on the other, and in the middle, it's stepdad, dad that stepped up, <laughs> Twitter idiot. They're all just one big, uh, one big meet in the middle.
3: That was That was well done. You should make that and post it. Um, that's that's hilarious. Well, uh, there's, there's plenty um, of eggball memories for sure, even in the last 10 years. Uh, but do, do y'all want to go through, or Matt, do you want to go through the slate real quick or you Yeah, to keep, yeah, keep let's, let's hit
2: the slate real quick. Cause like I and said, then... this is the egg bowl thing. We don't really care about any of these other teams this week, but you know, we'll go through real quick. Um, starting the day off on Friday, uh, is Missouri, Arkansas. This game is a foregone conclusion. Missouri is going to be 10 and two Arkansas has laid down and died. Anybody got any thoughts on this game?
3: Yeah, what are y'all thoughts on them keeping Sam Pittman? That's basically where this topic is going to go. First of all,
1: I just uh, – it seems like a we. I – I don't know if they don't want to pay it. I don't know what's going on here, but I don't understand how you could watch uh, the teams that beat you fire their coach in, uh, in state and A&M, and then you still keep the same guy. Now, saying that it's a foregone conclusion, I would like to interject with uh, – I know Mississippi state, Mississippi state doesn't have this problem. They go into Fayetteville and win. If Ole Miss doesn't, if there's f- – Thirty thousand people there. It's raining. It's cold. It's Friday. I there is Arkansas plays best in that weather. That was very similar to what it was last year or yeah. every year. I feel like when we go to Fayetteville. So I, I think Missouri wins that game, but it it's definitely something to look out. And maybe that's me being hopeful because I would prefer Missouri to lose so I can spend my New Year's in Texas. Uh, you know, before the Cotton Bowl instead of right. in Orlando before we play Iowa. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> You know, but I, I do think maybe that is something to watch. It's is going into the fourth quarter. I do think Mizzou does win that game, though.
3: Yeah. yeah, I mean, we saw Mizzou struggle and almost lose to Florida, who Arkansas somehow beat. Uh, still, that that doesn't make sense to me, and honestly, is probably the upset of the year in the conference. Um, the line is seven and a half by for favor for Mizzou. So I, I'm kind of, I feel like Vegas is kind of seeing something there too. Uh, it's also weird as hell to me that this is a Friday game. But I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes I wish uh, the Egg Bowl was on a Friday. I mean,
0: I, Arkansas is gonna Arkansas is gonna keep it close, I think. But and I we're supposed to be rooting for Missouri, but I can't like get it in my heart to root for Arkansas. I'm still kind of mad about that fan that got on Facebook and was like, "Yes, thank you. This Ole Miss fan helped me and my Down syndrome son." Find the bus, and then she just goes on a rant towards the end. Oh yeah,
3: yeah, I forgot about that.
0: So yeah, I'm like still kind of mad about that because I'm like it started off very sincere, and then she Mm. just shits on our whole fan base.
3: I'm just like, they had us in the first half.
0: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I'm still kind of still kind of mad about that. So uh, I'm, uh, I I don't know if that happened either. I'm gonna need to see some video proof. But if it did, it was definitely one of those Texas kids that comes to Ole Miss. but yeah, I think uh, I think it'll be a closer game than people think. Um, I, uh, I I'm kind of sick about Missouri uh, probably getting either the Cotton or the Peach Bowl over us, but it is what it is. I don't really want to play Oregon or Texas anyway, so um, probably.
3: I think, I I think right Oregon I has think, a real shot of getting I take Arkansas threat. I respect it, but uh, would not touch it personally. No, uh, <laughs> start – yeah, moving uh, on from that, um, Kentucky at Louisville. Louisville's in the top ten, sitting at ten and one. Um, Louisville's favored by seven. I, I kind of feel like Louisville kicks their ass. How do y'all think about that? Yeah, I'm on the kicks and kicking ass
2: train. I don't. Yeah,
3: yeah, I agree. i I like like what Louisville's
1: doing. They lose the stupid game against Pitt, but besides that, have looked uh, pretty solid. Had a funky game against Miami last weekend, uh, mm-hmm. but I, I do like the the cards in this case.
3: What are y'all's thoughts on Stoops? Like should Kentucky be, you know, I, I get not happy going 6 and 6 is probably what they'll be, but uh I mean it, like I've seen some fans thinking they deserve more or want more and I feel like Stoops made them something and that's kind of disrespectful to like want a new coach. Am I wrong wrong there or like I don't really know the the expectation uh at UK considering they're a basketball school. Well, they're- until I
1: saw others argue like a uh, keg and uh yeah. true withers on the internet bitching about mark scoops I, i figured that everybody was just cool with six seven eight wins a game get us to basketball season we'll be cool i figured that was the kind of the way they did things at kentucky now i don't know if they've think that they could be better but as far as i know as long as, long as i can remember kentucky has been shit at football uh minus the lorenzen and well, i guess tim couch went there right at those years yeah uh but as far as I know, I think Joker Phillips was their coach for a while there. I, I think sure. they should quite frankly be happy
3: see you when Couch was there. I think.
1: Yeah, that is true. I mean, besides with with the exception of those years, Kentucky basketball has or football, excuse me, has been the number two sport. And then now, I just think, uh, quite frankly, you're getting greedy if you want anything else than uh, just get you to basketball. So.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's won ten games twice, and you know, in the last five years at that. Uh, I just think it's not really like, like, who who are you going to get? I, I just don't, I don't, yeah. I don't see it. Um, You know, they're kind of, I've always thought that they, they mirrored us except being in the East and, you know, they're a crossover game. It, it, like we're a baseball school. They're a basketball school, but basketball is actually a moneymaker. So I think they put more money at basketball uh so I, I don't know I, I just don't I don't see them landing some huge job uh or huge uh coach for that job but that, that's just my opinion there um moving on from that we got A&M uh at LSU a and is going to try and play spoiler here just kind of like they did last year because um, LSU I mean I think Jaden Daniels has something to play for I don't know how the vibes are in Baton Rouge right now LSU's favored by 10 and a half what are y'all's thoughts on this game
1: uh, I really like, uh, the Tigers in this situation. Did it, is it in Baton Rouge or is it in it's in B-R. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's in B-R. yeah. Well, there's my answer there. I mean, I think LSU's just, I mean, they have three losses at this point, but I mean, you have a guy that's most like I, I think should be the Heisman winner. Uh, too. he's leaps and bounds of better, the best quarterback in the SEC. Uh, I do think he'll, if, if I voted today, it'd be for, for Jane Daniels. So I think obviously the crowd will be into it. You've got to, You've got a Heisman candidate quarterback and then obviously who doesn't like to shit on A and M. So I do like the Tigers in this case, uh uh to pull that one out and uh, I guess go nine and three and end up in a Florida bowl. Yep.
0: Yeah, those fans are gonna be out for blood, especially after last year. Um I think that's probably a close game too. LSU's defense is still just garbage. Um but, you know, I I wish I wish a meteor would hit. Or a 747 just goes into the stadium like I. Both these teams, their fans are just awful. Um, I'm rooting for a meteor, but I don't know. I just I think probably LSU pulls away late.
3: Well, I cannot help you with a meteor, but I do know a pilot.
2: Oh the, yeah, We might need your service. Yeah, you uh, you <laughs>
3: Does A and
2: M are they still on quarterback
3: number three or? Do, I I think so.
1: Okay. What's the the kid from what? What was the guy's name that just – I didn't watch a snap, was but last name, shredded state. He, yeah. he cooked us, bro. He was filthy. That does seem to happen against the Mississippi schools, right? It's well, like, we made oh, oh, every fuzzy.
2: quarterback that we've played this year look like a Heisman
3: contender, so it may have just Not been no. Unless his name was K.J. Jefferson. Well, yeah, except for K.J. <laughs>
1: special case. <laughs> like,
3: special case. Like, yeah, special case. We made uh, we, we made Peyton Thorne look like Peyton Manning. <laughs> I mean, it, it was – Weird. An absolute travesty. And then, of course, a couple of weeks later, uh, moving on to that game, they just get absolute drug by New Mexico State. <laughs> they were favored by 21 and a half, and they lost by 21. I don't know what the biggest point spread cover was ever, but they covered the spread by 42 points. <laughs> um, so that's probably on up there. Uh, on to the Iron Bowl, Bama at Auburn. It's always weird at Auburn, uh, but Bama's they're dude, they're on fire right now I, I think they're a top 14 for sure Bama's favored by 14 and a half how y'all think this one's gonna play out uh i
1: i think it's a late cover probably by the tide um does always get funky like you said especially in jordan hair i was there i experienced it things happen there that just don't happen anywhere else your your holder drops a ball and that makes the fat uh punter try to throw a <laughs> fire drill play at, you know <laughs> stupid penalties it, it just happens at jordan hair and then i or Jordan Harris, excuse me, and I, I think something probably similar will happen. I do think Alabama will, uh, will kind of hold on there and just be methodical like they always are and uh, win that probably about thirty-one to fourteen-ish, maybe if if Auburn can score that much.
3: Fair assessment. Yep.
0: I don't know how. I don't know how you can say that Auburn's even going to get close after that New Mexico State game. I mean, that was—I watched a good bit of it, and that was just the that was the shittiest I've ever seen Auburn look. That was worse than anything Harson ever did. So uh, um, I don't know how you can think that they're even going to get close that game. I know the Jordan hair is weird, but I think Bama role is big.
1: I also think the free side of it, too, because obviously there's always going to be a game every time he did it, every year at, at Ole Miss, where you're just going to have a shitty game and he's going to lose it. Now he also has the games where he gets the teams up and plays. they play out of their mind. So. I don't know if he's, you know, used those against against Ole Miss and Georgia. Uh, maybe he's got one more left.
3: I don't. They, they'd look like they quit on Saturday, so that's something to watch for as well. But which was so weird because they beat the shit out of Arkansas the week before, and I was like, well, maybe Auburn's like getting better. I and thought then, they were, good. yeah. And that, that's just again indicative on Arkansas. Like I have no idea, and you know, we kind of talked about it, but like I'm hearing that it's because of the money. Like they don't want. To pay the buyout, I don't know if they're still paying Chad Morris. Do y'all know if they're still paying Chad Morris or not? I think they just. One of my buddies
1: uh, uh, has a bunch of friends that go to Arkansas. He said they just stopped play, uh, paying Chad Morris or something, and had just got over Bert. Uh But I think they are done paying him.
3: If not, they're working towards it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, I guess their boosters are just tired of forking over money. Um, well, I didn't-
0: Waltons don't donate to athletics. So an Arkansas fan told me that that the Waltons just do not donate to the athletic side. So that's kind of terrible too. When you have this mega, mega corporate business right wow. in your back pocket, and they just use the over money.
2: what are they? A bunch of liberal
3: hippies or something? They don't like sports. What is, what's the deal? I have no idea what the Waltons. I don't Man, know. They just a off. But I, I've heard that Jerry Jones cannot donate through a lot of avenues because it's a uh, inter interference, like between a bunch of stuff in the NFL and the NCAA. I don't know how true that is or if it's possible to do it all, but uh, that's, that's two big ones right there. If that's true. Um, but even being so, man, I, I just don't know how you you put up with that product on, on the field. Cause it's yeah, been yeah. really, really poor. Um, I'll I, be yeah. I don't think, anybody cares about Vandy Tennessee Uh, a game that has gotten interesting uh, within a weekend Florida State at Florida Um, Mm. no Jordan Travis uh, no Graham Mertz I don't think Um, Florida you know they played pretty well they played Mizzou pretty well you know is this a game that that Florida can sneak in there maybe help Billy's resume or how do y'all feel about it Uh, I
1: I like the way that uh, that backup played on Saturday night against Mizzou especially in a you know hostile environment and a big game, mm-hmm. but they were they were definitely in and they stayed in it even with the uh the backup QB. I I think that's very interesting to see. I I watched a I was watching right after Jordan Travis got injured um on Saturday mm-hmm. night. I wasn't all too impressed with that uh with Florida State's backup QB. I mean he looked fine, but it was also North Alabama, so who knows? But yeah, uh I, I think it's interesting for sure. Like you said, just over a matter of a weekend, just injuries. Um, if it was Graham Mertz. Uh, still playing, and I think I'd like the Gators in the spot. I'll just have to. It'll be close. One though is it is it in Gainesville or uh, yeah, Gainesville? Gainesville yeah. yeah, I mean, I like I said, it, those games get get funky too. Uh, may, maybe something will uh go down there. I I'd still like Florida State in this case. I just think they're gonna they have too much talent to to lose to kind of a a mid Florida team. Yeah.
0: Well, who did Florida State almost lose to? It was Boston College and what was the other one? Syracuse.
3: Clemson. It,
0: Clemson, okay. Well, yeah, it was, you know, it was Florida state has these games where they just don't show up and they look like shit. So it's possible, you know, in the swamp, Mertz, I looked at his stats the other day for really the first time and I didn't realize how you know, decent he's played this year. So uh that could, you know, it could be a that I think that'll be a tight game.
3: Yeah, I think um you know, when you're talking about the Florida's backup, I I think he was more impressive than Florida State's backup. And do he, he has some wheels on him? Mm-hmm. Um, man, I just, I feel like Florida State's going to be really, really down. And it's a night game, six o'clock kickoff in the swamp. I think I'm taking Florida here. I like, I do, This seems like some Billy Napier bullshit. And, 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 their fight so they they and they're fighting for bowl eligibility. get up for Florida it.
0: State, I can see it now.
3: What, you calling the upset too?
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm leaning more towards Florida. I'm sure the, the, money line is great on it too so uh i would i'm not I'm not sure if i'll touch it but i like i like where your head's at
2: uh i got a question if florida state wins this game do they put them in the top four without a quarterback
3: well they'll have to play the acc championship yeah anyway true which yeah. which will be against louisville it, right louisville or north carolina i think it, well actually i think it is louisville i think you're correct i think they yeah.
1: just clinched or something yeah.
3: uh, that sounds right because they're yeah, because North Carolina, Carolina
2: just lost last week, did they not? They lost They're to. Uh,
3: yes. Okay. So Saturday, December second is Louisville, Florida State ACC title game. Yeah. Uh yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm. You have to take Louisville in that until you see something otherwise. Maybe this weekend against Florida. Um. Man, it's I just, just don't.
0: Just whoever's going to get tied by Georgia, so I don't really, it doesn't really matter.
3: But <laughs> I mean, that's it. W- right. We've seen. The Swamp do some weird things all the time. I mean, I I don't think Florida is better than Tennessee, but they just drug Tennessee uh, in the Swamp earlier this year. And I don't know, man. I just see uh, a playoff team losing their best player, uh, uh, probably a Heisman finalist, um, get hurt like that. And then going on the road, hostile environment in a night game. I just – I don't know, man. This this just spells uh, Florida upset to me.
0: Yeah, that's a good take but uh yeah.
3: yeah anyway moving on from that um georgia playing a weird odd georgia tech team uh that y'all are kind of familiar with um the line is georgia by twenty four right now 630 kickoff is there any struggle in this game or is georgia just too hot and they just blow them out
1: uh well i think if if the Georgia team that showed up last weekend stole misplays, they'll win by a uh, 70 points mm-hmm. now does state see, or excuse me does georgia see that that they have bigger things ahead. They play Alabama in a week, you know, after that, no pretty much no matter what, they're going to play in the playoffs. Uh, I think it'll be one where you kind of go kind of go hard for a half. They'll be up by a couple scores and then uh maybe things happen and it's a 31-10 final, 38-10, something like that. I mm-hmm. I just don't I think Georgia knows what's ahead of them and they don't give too much of a shit about Georgia Tech and can give uh 50% effort and uh when now that is a quality Georgia Tech team as well, but uh if if we beat Georgia Tech by the Revs beat Georgia Tech by I guess I think two or three touchdowns. Uh, if we can do that, then I imagine that they can. Yeah, uh, yeah, I believe that they can at least match that. So I, I like the dogs pretty handily.
0: We made Haynes King look like a Heisman finalist, but um, <laughs> he's a lot
3: better. He's a lot better. He is he a lot better, year.
0: but he is a lot better. But he's not going to do that against Georgia. So I think uh, I think this will be one of like a fourteen to ten halftime score. With Georgia, but then they're just going to blow the doors off of them in the second half.
3: Georgia has done this weird thing all year where they just like let the other. T- I think they're. I think Kirby has said we're so good. Let's spot the other teams seven points to start, and if they're really bad, we'll spot spot them fourteen, and then we're going to start playing. Like it's happened every game. It happened at Tennessee the other day. You know, Ole Miss struck first. Uh, South Carolina was up fourteen to three. I mean, like just it never fails. I completely see Georgia Tech scoring seven, ten points, and then it, you look up in the fourth after you fall asleep, and it's 42 to 10. Matt?
2: Yeah, I, li- I like the dogs. I, I really don't think that they're going to have too much problem taking care of this Georgia Tech team. Come here. All right, got last one stuff.
3: before we get to the egg. Clemson at South Carolina, a South Carolina team that's really bad, that I picked to be really bad, and that I was really right about. Uh, Clemson's favored by seven. They're currently sitting at seven and four. South Carolina's five and six. They're fighting to get it in the bowl as well. This is a weird game, um, just matchup wise. Uh, but I, I have to think that Clemson is just talented enough alone to beat South Carolina, and they have good enough pass rushers to abuse South Carolina's putrid offensive line. Thoughts?
1: Uh, they, I personally think that South Carolina blew their load last week having the sandstorm guy <laughs> against Kentucky. They could have had him this week, and I would have. That's at least ten points. I think that's a ten point swing right there, just yeah. having what uh, the the Finnish guy come in there and push some buttons and get the boys riled up. But uh, I, I don't know. I it's the battle of the coaches that are the biggest dorks in the world. Uh, bowl. Uh, I, I pretty much like Clemson here. They've they've just been kind of you know. Maybe that's recency bias, kind of looking around, but I just don't don't trust the Cox. I, I think Clemson probably wins that one handily. Kind of gets back uh, gets back at him for last year. Uh,
0: yeah, um, Clemson's gonna win, but I'll be rooting for South Carolina personally. I can't root for Dabo not because of his personality or anything, but his brother uh, <laughs> he was arrested for child porn last year, so I just can't in my heart root for a guy who's. Has someone that close to his family that's, you know, watching little kids? It's just disgusting to me. So, um, yeah, I'll be rooting for South Carolina there, Dabo. Get your family in order. It's fucked up, man.
3: <laughs> J- Joel um, do better, buddy. Yeah. Maybe All they right. need to
0: check Dabo's computer too. You know, I, I don't know. You know, I, it Apple doesn't fall far from the tree there. I don't know. I think, you know, if I were, if I were uh, South Carolina investigators, I would. I'd I look at Dabo's computer too, man.
3: I think I can guarantee you the tab that won't be open is the NCAA transfer portal tab.
0: <laughs> what's, the, what's the youth pastor's favorite thing to do? Well, I, you can answer that for yourself. Course, you know
3: <laughs> Stats don't lie. Uh, yeah. Well, moving on to yeah. the greatest rivalry in the SEC, uh, if not the country, the Egg Bowl. Things get weird. Old Miss favored by 10.5. It's six. 30 kickoff Thanksgiving night in Starkville Ole Miss currently uh, ranked number 13 at nine and two dogs not too hot five and six uh fighting for bowl eligibility even though we'll probably go five and seven and accept a bowl bid anyway what are (laughs) y'all's thoughts darts health you know Rodgers coming back interim coaches Kiffin may or not may, may or may not be back next year he's you know he is what he is you know just what's the overall vibe for you guys
1: uh, I, I need to know if Greg Knox will be on the four wheeler on the sidelines or not before I make any sort of pick. Uh, that's um, at
3: least the, the word just came in. He actually just bought a Polaris razor for this game.
1: Perfect. Well, <laughs> that changed my opinion and I will not be in start one Thursday. Instead. He's just going to so, drive up uh, and down
3: the sidelines coaching
2: from the, from the driver's seat. I think that'd be that, pretty that's awesome. Not
1: bad. Like kind of what lewin Hugh freeze had the, uh, the the hospital bed yeah the chairlift and then he was on like this platform (laughs) just if greg knox wants to do that i'll change my opinion uh i think it's you know it's obviously the egg bowl which is cliche to say um i will never count the the shittier team out ever uh it just happens um i think this is very much a game that's very hard fought to the third quarter or so into the fourth quarter and then besides the two disgusting blowout wins against or losses excuse me against uh superior superior talents uh the refs just find a way to win and i think it's probably something like that i don't think it's anything crazy like a 50 point win or anything i it'll probably be a 31-17 win i know uh, i've seen the uh state kicker been uh tweeting a lot on twitter he's a uh, he's excited for the egg bowl so he'll at least get one in there i think it was uh last time we were in world whoever the state kicker was missed like a 20 yarder and then he missed like an extra point or some shit like that so i mean like, uh, I'll give, uh, I think the kid's name is Fairy, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'll give Fairy. I'll give Fairy
3: three. What a great name. Fairy's our best player. Uh, well, yeah. either Bookie or Fairy is our best player. I just yeah. wanted to.
1: Shout, shout out Fairy. <laughs> hopefully he gets at least three. I'd be cool if he only scores three. Uh, but, uh, I'll be in attendance, uh, hopefully keeping the good luck streak going.
3: Um, yeah, man. <laughs> uh, well, y'all are a little, a little more modest, um, than I'm going to be. I'm.
2: I'm I'm just sitting here. I got I got the stats in front of me and I just want to like what Reese was saying, never count the worst team out. I understand that. The worst team has won the Egg Bowl a lot. But I'm looking at these stats in front of us. Points per game, Old Miss 36.5, Mississippi State 23.2. First downs, Old Miss 253, Mississippi State 183. Passing for Old Miss, 3223 yards. For Mississippi State, one thousand nine hundred seventy-five for rushing for Ole Miss, uh, rushing attempts, touchdowns. Where's the yards? One thousand nine hundred thirty-seven. We have one thousand six hundred sixty-six, and that's not it. That's just offense. Talking about defense, we're giving up what seventy-two percent completion rating or something god awful like that. Like there's no way that y'all don't just pick us apart on defense.
0: I have a I have a question before I even give an opinion here. Uh D line, nice. how does these states look? Because I was at that a portion of a ULM game. I'd stayed the whole time too. Mm-hmm. And we're pretty banged up on offensive line. We were awful before we got banged up and it's mm-hmm. just even worse now. So I mean U L M was was getting past our O line pretty easily. So how is the D line? Because that's going to say a lot. I mean, it could be a just disgustingly low score.
3: Okay, let me give you the rundown of how our three-three-five works this year. Pickering and Crumity, and depending on DeMonte Russell or whoever else is healthy, they'll be like the front three, and they're they're solid across the board. Like they're they're not great. They're definitely not Jeffrey Simmons, Montez Web, but they're they're solid. We're not deep, but the starters are fine. So they basically take on double teams and open up holes for Bookie and for Jet to just blitz their ass off. It's uh, not good. And that is, that is what they do every snap. And they try and, and if they're not getting pressure, then we're giving up a 40-yard play. Yeah. Because our VB our <laughs> – here's another stat for you. Uh, we obviously we have five DBs on the field. There is only one defensive back that has an interception this year, and it's Sean Preston, and he has three. All the other DBs combined have zero. Wow, that's, that's pretty. Well, I mean,
1: that's so much different than what you're used to with State's defense. You know, yeah, D linemen and uh and cornerbacks seem to just get bred there. I mean, that's that's insane. But but yeah, like Scotty said, uh. It, it, the O line is getting i think supposedly they're were, they're were hoping Jaden williams would be back I, i'm still not sure about Mike pettis i know we love to shit on him but this offensive line was leaps and bounds better with him uh Which i think that's stat. definitely gonna be a key key stat for the for the week yeah, I mean, yeah
0: it's our O our line versus y'all's d line if, if it goes bad i could see state hanging around it'd just be a terribly low score i think we'll win but you know if uh If it looks as bad as it did against ULM, I'm not going to sit there and say we're going to win by, you know, double digits or anything. Absolutely not. (laughs) Like, I'm just sitting here trying
2: to find a statistic that we are better at, and the only thing that I can find is our leading tackler, of course, is Jet Johnson, and he's beating y'all's leading tackler by, like, 48 tackles. Uh, And then... Of course, we got but Bookie on the a, other That's side. not
3: a good. No, it's because step to have because, because the leading Jet, tacklers in the conference because they are all, they, this is so damn bad. They're on the field the whole damn game. That and they're the only ones tackling too. <laughs> yeah, and and the, the scheme is part of it. Like they, the defense was solid last year, and they both led the, the conference last year too. But like Bookie had twenty-one tackles on Saturday against Southern. I saw, I saw that it was that just and, 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 and Jet had eighteen. Like that's that's unreal. That's more than some people have their entire year. <laughs> so, well, uh, and that's
0: probably they tackled. So, they tackled half of the posset or the snaps that Southern Miss had. It was just those two tackling half the time. That's essentially, wild. essentially, yeah. Uh,
3: so, like, our strength is in the middle of the field. And so, it's it's Sean back deep in the middle, and then it's Bookie and Jet, and then Cromedy or Pickering, you know, whoever's playing Nose Guard is, is probably our best defensive lineman uh I, Kiffin's gonna try and attack the edge of the field. uh He, you know, that's kind of his thing. I, y'all are gonna break a bunch off. Like our tackling by our DBs is really bad, and it doesn't matter. You'll have like 15 receivers that can score, and I'm, I'm sure Bentley and judd will break off a few as well. Like it's not, it's not gonna be, cl- like like you're saying. The only way it becomes a somewhat watchable game for us is if. Y'all's offensive line is as bad as you're saying.
0: It's not good. Well, that was the Georgia game. So Jaden went down in like the first quarter. We were we were doing okay. I mean, the defense just sucked the whole game. But mm-hmm. it could have turned into a shootout if the if Jaden didn't go down and Pettis broke his ankle, whatever, two days before. And so after Jaden went down, we shuffled some guys around, and it was just terrible. It was just, I mean, it was just every play they were getting pressure, killing Dart. Dart got hurt. All of that. So, I mean it really does come down to that. So I mean we'll see um if the defensive line has a pulse. I'm sure they're a little bit better than the ULM guys. I mean I could see, you know, it just being a disgustingly low score cuz we can't we can't do anything about the pressure. So that's the that's the key to Mississippi State, I think.
3: Yeah, I mean that that's literally how we beat Arkansas. Like like we had Mike Wright in. We weren't going to score more than 10 points and we just beat the shit out of KJ Wright, and they just couldn't Jefferson. do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. KJ Jefferson. Jefferson. <laughs> I just say KJ Wright. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> um, no, I wouldn't beat him. Uh, so you know, it, I don't, I don't see this being fun for us, but I hope we at least get like a half of watchable football. Um, but you know, moving on from, I guess, smaller picture stuff to bigger picture stuff how do y'all see like the rivalry just like evolving with, with us getting a coach? Like, do you think, do y'all think Kiffin is for sure coming back this year or next year? Cause I kind of do at this point. Cause I don't think there's a job open that he wants right now. Um, you know, big picture sec playoff, you know, name it, go for it. Talk about it.
1: Uh, I, I think he's probably back for the next year. If you haven't seen anything kind of pop, like last year with the Auburn bullshit that kind of went on, that, right. that really hasn't been the case this year. I mean, the A and M thing was kind of mentioned in passing. I don't think he's a candidate there. Uh, I think he would take it, but I don't think he's a candidate. Uh, as far as the rivalry goes, uh, we need to get back to to the good old days, man. Fourteen and fifteen, when you had a a, a top twenty five matchup at the very least, sometimes top fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the getting back to that, and honestly, we we need to get back to just uh, just hating each other again because I know it kind of got soft there with Kiffin and Leach being buddies, and it was like, ah, oh, well. And it's always been kind of. Uh, Kind of, kind of, all the hatred's always there on the, the internet and on Twitter. And as much as I hate reading the bullshit, I, I need to see some chippiness. I need to see some pushing around. Need yeah. to see uh, some squabbles going on. But, uh, but yeah, I, 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 think for the rivalry, I, I think it's good that they fired Arnett uh, as far as the rivalry goes. Because if you let Arnett stay another year and then you know you have another down year and you're worried, there's no momentum, there's no excitement going on. I think that's even worse for the rivalry. So. Uh, I'm excited to see how uh that'll do. Maybe we'll get some, some good games coming up here soon.
2: Yeah, no, definitely and it's like the 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 golden years of the Egg Bowl rivalry in my opinion was the, the Hugh Freeze, Dan Mullen years because I mean I mean that was when the hatred was the hottest and the teams were the best, you know, uh fighting mm-hmm. each other. So that was that was always fun.
0: I like it somewhere in the middle of Wayne and Leach and Dan and Hugh cuz Dan like I don't I didn't like the telling on the NCAA, that going back and forth.
3: Oh, that's hold on, hold on. That was Steve. <laughs> that was it Steve was, Robertson.
0: You no, know, Dan and,
2: and
3: Willie
0: Gay. So Dan guy, right? asked uh, Leo Oh Lewis no, not to go not to Leo say.
2: Lewis, that's what I was thinking of.
0: But I didn't like. Well, anyway, I didn't like. I didn't like how much Hugh and Dan hated each other because they just made everything about themselves. Um. But also, leech and Bleach and Kiffin were too soft. So I think uh, I like it somewhere in the middle where there is a good amount of hatred, but it's not like you're actively trying to like sabotage each other's programs. Well,
2: maybe y'all shouldn't cheat as much as you did, and then we wouldn't have yeah. to do that.
0: Us giving that poor boy a couch to sleep on.
3: I know. <laughs> 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 dude, shit, dude, so so what I'm hearing is Thought you want to get Mullen, You want us to get Mullen back that way have, we have Mullen Kiffin and it's like somewhere in the middle. That's what I'm hearing.
0: Um I, I I hated Dan, but um for the rivalry's sake, it probably needs to be him. I don't think I don't think Lane really cares that much about rivalries and stuff like that. Just you can just kind of see it. Like the only thing on his mind is he wants to beat Nick Saban. Yeah, no, the only- it's, it's very, it's very
3: obvious. That's like the I only mean, game he like. He he even said it up. at the at the end of the
2: first year when when y'all beat us his first year. He was like, "Yeah, I mean, it means way more to the players, you know. It's like they're celebrating like they won the Super Bowl, but like you know, good for them. But he didn't really give a shit about he, it.
0: Hugh Dan knew that Dan knew that the way you build equity is you sit on Ole mess, which is fine. And Hugh was born in like. Just some random bumfuck town in Mississippi, so that meant everything to him. Beating state, so I, with Lane, he only totally cares about beating Saban. It's just I don't think you're ever gonna get like a pure hatred from us as far as um as far as like the rivalry goes until Lane leaves. But yeah, it depends on who this next coach is. He might just do the. It might be Dan, or he might do the Dan Mullen thing where he just shits on us immediately, and then then it kind of goes back to kind of goes back to the way
3: it was. So yeah. we'll see. Well, unfortunately, uh, it won't be Dan. Um, I can go ahead and tell you guys right, that right now. Breaking, uh, breaking news! Breaking news! <laughs> yeah. You heard you heard it here first, guys. Um, it, it's it's not gonna happen. Uh, it, that's just the reality of, of the situation with a, with a new AD that's never been an AD. Like he's gonna want to make a name for himself and make a splash hire, and that's just um, it's just not gonna be Dan Mullen. Uh, because that would be not very original of him. Um, it's we we did a podcast on who we wanted. And top five, high board, all that. I, I think the number one guy right now for the school is Jamie Chadwell. I'm kind of eh on that one. Um, because is it not? The, the buyout is uh, $28 million, Um So we would probably give him six and a half to seven and a half uh, a year for his salary here, which would be uh, two and a half or three and a half increase of what he's making right now but yeah his buyout is is seven years of of, of payments so um we, I the, the money's more. there I just, I just don't know if it's worth risking on a guy that they've had the easiest schedule in the country this year uh, bidding war with uh the rich Virginia Christians
0: doesn't sound fun either. that even that would even go for Ole Miss if we were in that situation so
3: I don't know um yeah, I hope
0: it's somebody at least confident so the rivalry gets back to being a little more fun.
3: Yeah, I really want Leipold. Um, he may be a little out of our grasp. I- I'm not really sure. Uh, you know, I just think fitting our mold, that's what he wants. And I i know Willie Fritz is really interested in the job, but I don't know how interested we are in him. Uh, I think so- his
1: age just hurts him so much because – He's a damn good coach,
3: but I think he's like 67, it, 68 up there. Hold on, let me let me double check. I thought he was only like sixty two. Hopefully, hey, Mississippi. Hopefully,
0: Mississippi State's learned their lesson about hiring old coaches. So dude,
3: he, he, I mean, he's sixty three. Like, give me you know five to seven years of this true. guy, and uh, I can live with that. I mean, I don't know, man. It's just like I feel like it's just gonna be like with the leech hire. Like nobody had any idea that. Leach was going to be the guy, and it literally just dropped one like Tuesday morning, and everybody freaked out. So I don't I know if this be that way
0: or but not. He's really close to the vest, and he's probably a, a pretty good AD. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, what, what, do y'all, what,
3: what do y'all think about A and M? Like, who do y'all think they're going to go after? Because I've seen they had UTSA's coach in there the other day. I just figured they would be shooting for the stars a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think they didn't get Lanning, or Lanning wasn't willing to talk to him until after, you know, all the playoff and conference right. championship BS went over. So I think that was probably the plan, and it just went sideways. Uh, I think you're either going to see the, the trailer guy at UTSA or um, – shit, I just blanked on – okay. Yeah, the D, the defense coordinator uh, at Duke, since he's a A&M guy, they'll, they'll yeah. bring him right back and go back to – He'll go eight and four for pe- perpetuity, and uh, huh. you know we'll just be right where we started.
3: Yeah, he probably. Was... I, I know they wanted Dan Campbell, oh. and he he said no. The Lions coach. That's yeah, also that... just a stupid ask yeah, because it's why, like, why would why would he do that?
1: <laughs> oh well, he's a Aggie. Oh well, who gives a shit? He's making how much money on a winning NFL team? Yeah, I don't.
3: Yeah, he like just built them to. A, be a really good team like why why would he leave now but uh yeah man um landing you know is is Oregon not a slightly better job than a&m in y'all's opinion now that they're going to the big 10 because i kind of fan I'm fan expectation
1: kind of kind of uh i don't think is as unnecessarily high there i think that's a really good job you got the nike money they're gonna be a big they're gonna be a huge factor in the big 10 in the next coming years uh, I mean, I don't see why you wouldn't just stick it out at Oregon. And, and then I think honestly, that may be the guy once Nick Saban retires, uh, yeah, I could see leaving for that, but I don't see him jumping ship now and, and starting all over and at uh, Texas A&M. So,
3: yep, no doubt. Well, uh, it's been a good one. I get to get the playoff four from you guys before we get off of here going into rivalry week, you know, last week, of regular season. We got we got Florida State, you know, debatable on there of how that goes, but you know, in y'all's mind, if you had to pick today the teams that were gonna make the playoff, how would you pick it?
1: Uh, I'll go Georgia one, Ohio State two, Alabama three, and uh, we'll we'll get funky. We'll say we'll say Louisville in the four. They beat Florida State. And uh, I don't know if they would uh, jump at ACC t- champion that high with the loss of Pittsburgh, but, but we'll go outside the box
3: and say put them at four. All right, that's a that's a little different one. I think they would get their backs blown out too. Oh, one hundred percent. But
0: <laughs> give Wouldn't me the George, Ohio State, Oregon, and Texas. Oh. I think that's Washington's not. Washington sucks. I'm so sick of them. Their quarterback's good. That's it. They're going to lose. There's no way they finish undefeated through their through the last two games. Uh, Florida State, like you said, I think that could be an upset. They could get in, but that could also be an upset in the swamp this weekend. So I think maybe Oregon and Texas jump in those spots, um, and that's the college football playoff.
2: So Alabama yeah. has to beat Georgia to get in, right? Yeah. You would think enough. so. You would think, right? So I mean, Do I just,
3: I, uh, I just don't think this is the year a two-loss team gets in. I, I just, I you know, don't think it's
0: possible. There's, there's too many, there's many five, good. Yeah, five yeah. Teams right now and three one-loss, four one-loss. So I can't see that.
2: Yeah. So a one-loss Alabama team that's won the SEC championship, there and in Georgia's in. I'm a, I'm a just gonna go ahead and say that Alabama pulls something out of their ass and beats Georgia, just because I like. You know, I, I think that'd be funny. Um, I hope it happens. Yeah. Uh, at that point, uh, my other two teams would probably be Ohio State because I do not like that Michigan team. Um, Everybody's—they're not, not good. Their quarterback threw eight times the last game they played. He threw—he completed five of them, and they won the game. And but, the, that's game just that's not going to that's not going to fly in the playoffs um, and apparently with this whole bullshit charade that they're doing of oh we're America's team because we've been we've been punished too hard or some shit like that it, it just it's so sickening it's like Caleb Williams crying on the sidelines like I don't give a shit you know like you're it's your own fault um so I I think uh, Ohio State and then I uh, for the Michigan
0: fourth and propaganda machine is just insane.
2: Oh, it's China. Unreal. It's China. It's- um, my fourth was Florida State until their quarterback went down, um, and now I don't think I could probably put them in there in good faith unless they just go down there and just blow them out and then win their championship by a lot. I don't know. But other than that, uh, possibly Oregon is probably my fourth that I'm looking at right now.
1: Yeah, can, so, I, can I change my answer? I just realized how stupid it was of me to put Louisville in the top can- four. Uh, i just realized how dumb that was now that i think about it it's 100 percent oregon and and i think that would be the four in that scenario just in case uh i think it's the pac-12 champion regardless but i i was looking for an answer there i was looking for a four Well,
3: well we're gonna scratch that i'm gonna say oregon is my four so who is looking like they're gonna play in the big 12 championship game texas and who is it Texas and Iowa, uh, Iowa? Maybe. I don't know. It's the top two. They don't have divisions, right? Yeah, correct. But uh, it may be Kansas State. It may be Oklahoma again. Um, Shit, it may be Oklahoma State. Because uh, I know one of their losses was to South Alabama. So I think you're all right.
1: I think they said the other day that Oklahoma State's the only 2 lost team in the Big 12 that still technically controls their own destiny. So maybe that's I, the game. Maybe it's the end of Iowa State. Not sure.
3: That is so wild. Uh, you know, there's a scenario where Texas and Florida State um, both lose their conference championship games. Georgia beats Bama, and they go to two loss. And then, let's say Oregon beats Washington in the Pac-12 title game, and we're lo- and Ohio State beats Michigan, of course, and the bullshit team that they play in the Big Ten West. And we're sitting at Georgia and Ohio State undefeated at 1-2, Oregon with a great resume being twelve and one or whatever. And then you have Texas who lost. You have Florida State who lost. And, you know, they they don't have the quarterback. They're not gonna get in. And then probably the fourth best team you put in at that point is you put Washington in anyways. And you you do Georgia, Washington, Ohio State, Oregon. And I kind of think that'd be the, the most fun. Playoff to watch in my opinion. It'd be
1: the most competitive,
3: um, probably. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. Because I, I think the way I have it now is is Georgia, Ohio State, Oregon, and Texas. And I, I just think Georgia beat the shit out of Texas. Uh, I think Washington yeah. would would match up better, um, but Oregon's the better team right now. So I, I definitely think Oregon beats them in the Pac-12 title game. But it'd uh, be interesting to see how it all plays out. Um, I'm just looking forward to getting a new coach. Uh, we appreciate you guys getting on here, sharing some stories and some takes. As always, uh, I'm going to go eat some pizza. Talking dogs out. Tati, peace. you